morning and welcome to Bite Size. My name is Yoni Pollock, and I'm your host here today from 10 to, nope, from 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, let's get that right, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Man, I wish it was still Shavuos. Why? I mean, I don't know. Like, it was nice. It was three days of, of unplugging, of just you, your friends, food. Name me a better trio, huh? You, your friends, food. All right, some davening involved, some shul involved, some learning involved. But the bulk of Shavuos, if not sleep, it was you, friends, or family, and food. I ain't complaining. Certainly not complaining. It was like the third day of Yantif. It was, uh, I don't know if it was the night or during the day, and I was like, I could go another day. I don't know if I could go another two meals, but I could go another day. Like, just chill, relax. No worries in the world. It's like I was a uh, what, a 14-year-old again. I got no worries in the world. Show up to shul, do my thing. Show up to a meal, do my thing. Maybe get a nap, hang out with friends, do my thing. Back to shul, do my thing. Eat again, do my thing. And sleep. Three days straight. Again, I, name a better trio. That was awesome. That was great. It was a great time. Had enough friends in the Heights. Had a rockin' party there. It was great. It was it was really just, I don't know if you could tell, but it was great. And um, you grow up, at least I did, the proverbial you. I grew up and said, um, you know, I hated three day on. So it was like, oh, my God, three days. And even though I had friends and even though there was food, and it was just like ugh, three days, no phone, no internet, no TV, no sports, other than a newspaper that came in the morning. Three days, that is rough. And now I'm just like, every untiff should be a three-day untiff. Easy for me to say. I don't really handle much of the cooking thus far. But um, but the unplugging nature of it is just beautiful. It's awesome. It's great. Because, we. I mean, listen, thank God for Shabbos. Because that those 25 hours are just so beautiful and serene. And, and that we're able to just... You know, be with the, you know our families and friends for those twenty five hours with no other distraction. The world is awesome, and and you know what what non Jews I would say appreciate most about Jews is Shabbos. You know the fact that they have this one day to just relax, unplug, family time. You know there are many families outside of the Jewish world. But yeah, they have they gave they have game nights and they have you know family dinner sometimes you know every Friday night or whatever it is. And that's beautiful. It really is. I'm not taking anything away from it. But there's something about specifically Shabbos, and then obviously this has to do with three-day Antifs also, that just allows you to just totally 25 hours family, not three-hour dinner, not a four-hour game night, just 25 hours of God, of food, of family, of friends. It's awesome. It's great. And now we're back, and... uh, I read from uh, Nachum Siegel's Facebook that the next time there is a three-day on I believe, is April 8th of 2020. So that's sad. We have another year to wait. And I guess that does make sense because this this year's schedule is the same as last year's schedule, which means, you know, Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, it's all, uh, what is it, I think Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, or something like that. Which is, you know, that's fine, too. I, I find those a lot more difficult. Wow yawning on the show i don't think that's ever happened to me i find those a lot more difficult because 
the, that you know literal three week span of of Shabbos break Yuntif break Shabbos break Yuntif break Shabbos break Yuntif break Shabbos right four of them is just brutal because at least here with a three day Yuntif it's like three days and then four days and then three days and then four days there it's just it's one two you know two one two two one two whatever it is and it's just like oh my god will it ever end. The three four combo I think is better. For many reasons. <sighs> but yeah. Um anyway, that's the next time we'll have be having a three day antifi, which I assume is Pesach. First day I guess is April eighth. Gotta put it up on the board here. We we have all the holidays sort of written out so we know, you know, what's the schedule obviously and whatnot. So just goes up to Rosh Hashanah. I really gotta update already for the twenty nine you know, the end of twenty nineteen and twenty twenty already. Um but anyway, yeah, so three day antif is over. And now uh, everyone is done with Sphira. Did you make it? I did not. Truth be told, I totally forgot, I think, the second night of Pesach. And then uh, totally forgot again the 47th day or so. So, <laughs> Otherwise, I guess, somewhat impressive. Um, acapella is over for now. We've got the three weeks coming up in... What is it? Oh, it's actually... Jeez, double yacht. Okay. Yeah, so much for that sleep on Shavuos. Um... Three day, no, not three day. Right, uh, Tisha, no, Shavuos Arbatamos is July twenty second. Why do I know that? Because it's my birthday. In the last three years, my birthday has been Shabbos. Last year was Tisha B'av, and this year is going to be Shavuos Arbatamos. So that's great. Um, and um, which means we have great, wonderful music now, all the way until then. Now, I would say this season for me is going to end sometime in the end of June or early July. I should probably uh, tell everyone that needs to know that, including my bosses. But um, until then, I can guarantee you normal music. By normal, I mean not acapella. I love acapella, but nonetheless, not acapella. And uh, the way we start thinking, nope, I'm not. See, we can't start the show yet because uh, I got to tell you what's on this week's show. Tovin Israel is not joining the program this week. Last week, if you remember, she interviewed uh, Joanna Shepson from Fun in Jerusalem. So that was a nice, fun crossover there. And that's on last week's episode if you want to check out the archives. This week it is Joanna Shepson joining the program as she speaks to Yael from the Graffiti Tours, um, which uh, sounds intriguing, sounds exciting. That's in Tel Aviv in the Dead Sea area. So, yes, she is fun in Jerusalem, but she also does other things in Tel Aviv in the Dead Sea and all around Israel. So you'll want to check out that interview coming up at 930. But for now, wonderful music here not a cappella. We start things off with one song and one song only. Mahapecha, Shel Simchan, this Wednesday on Bite Size, right here at the Nachum Segal Network.
מחבק אוהבים שתמיד נהיה שמחים. אלוהים, אלוהים, רק תשמור על הרופאים. תחבק אוהבים שתמיד נהיה שמחים. חייל, תרדיף לי את הקהל, הם לא עובדים בכלל, תרימו את היד.
the world make over. Mashiach will come take over. You ain't gotta be me or see what I see. All you gotta do is take a look forward. Lift up your eye to the sky. Spread out your hands. Say thank you. Smile. Get them up. Put them up. Leave them up. Ha ha. Yeah, yeah. Pump up the value every day. Stand in place. Heart racing. No words to say. Pressure building. Trying to hold my face. Mind drifting like not today. Wake up from everything. Break out your shell and scream. Ha shim. You're the king. Ha shim. You're the king. Hashem Elech, Hashem Alach, Hashem Imloch, Le'olam Va'em. Hashem Elech, Hashem Alach, Hashem Imloch.
Here on Bite Size, and it's the bottom of hour number one. It's time for Joanna Shebson's interview with Yael from the creator of Graffiti Tours in Tel Aviv and Dead Sea, right here, right now on Bite Size at the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you, Yoni. 
So I love to give the listeners new information about exciting new things that are happening in Israel and in Jerusalem. So this morning, we're going to be interviewing Yael, who runs Creative Yael Tours. Good morning, Yael. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. So uh, tell us a bit about your graffiti tours, which have become super popular um, for tourists and locals in Israel. Okay, so I have um, two graffiti tours. First of all, what is a graffiti tour? Um, graffiti tour is walking around the neighborhood or the area where I do it. I have two two tours, one in the Dead Sea and one in Tel Aviv. Um, and you walk around and I describe all the different stories behind the art, behind the graffiti, stories about the artists. Um, each place is very different. For example, my one in, in Florentine in South Tel Aviv is um, in the Bohemian funky area um, where all the hipsters live. So you get to see that whole side of Tel Aviv, which a lot of people don't know about. Um, and there it's covered in graffiti. Um, and the one in the Dead Sea is more about, um, it's actually focused on on bringing awareness to saving the Dead Sea because it's actually disappearing. So all the, there's international artists that have been um, commissioned to come to um, next to Kalia Beach, which is only 20 minutes from Jerusalem, and all the graffiti there is about saving the Dead Sea. Um, so that's very really interesting. That, that's actually how I got involved in working together with you because people go, um, people are requesting the Dead Sea tours when they're coming to visit Jerusalem. Um, but the Dead Sea area, it's like it's an interesting um, old abandoned army base, correct? Yeah, that, all the graffiti there are, are on old Jordanian army bases um, that after the Six-Day War, Kalia Beach, Kalia Kibbutz, sorry, Kibbutz Kalia, um, took over these these um, bases and made them into their homes. So those are the those are the original homes of Kalia Kibbutz Kalia, uh, and they've been abandoned. After that, the kibbutz moved a bit further up the hill, and and those army um, bases have been abandoned for 40 years. Um, the owner of the beach of Kalia Beach um, thought of this whole project, decided to to bring awareness to this to the disappearance of the Dead Sea, and invited the the artists to come and to do something about that. So that's how it came about. So what's an example of some of the graffiti art you might see there that is expresses the, is it, it's the um, environmental issues that are going on in the Dead Sea, right? Yeah, it's, it main, it's mainly about the environmental issues, about the factory owners that are, that are exploiting the Dead Sea. And that's what the, a lot of the graffiti artists focus on. Um, but not just that, it's also about coexistence and the hope for peace. Um, that region that, where Kalia is, is a real example of of how um, Arabs and Jews can work together. Um, Itai Ma'al, who runs the beach, he employs lots of people from Jericho, Christians, Muslims, Jews, um, and so some of the graffiti is based on that, and some of them, some of it also focuses on, um, for example, there's one piece there that talks about the um, the foreign workers and how we don't see them as equal, and there's there's another piece that is all covered. One building, one of the bunkers is covered in mandalot um, and that was done by a palestinian and jewish school together so you have you have the idea of the environment and saving the dead sea as well as the idea of coexistence which is which is nice yeah so it sounds like there's a lot to learn and a lot to there's a creative way to to look at all this art and is it would you say it's for all ages would you say it's very political so it's only for older kids what would you how would you describe your groups um, I don't think it's really political at all. What I do, which makes my tools special, is I focus on interacting with the art and um, specifically for families. So I have games based around the art. There's a form of kind of grab and, um, graffiti scavenger hunt. 
Um, we do a puzzle. We complete different pieces of art ourselves. We do mandalot. I lived in India, so I brought back um, lots of mandalot, which are, you know, these big risha pot, these big, um, I'm losing my English, um, <laughs> big plates um, where you like you put sand through it and you make some plates on the ground. Um, and then you actually get to spray inside an old Jordanian army base, which is the highlight. People love that part. Oh, fantastic. And then I've also seen um, a lot of the videos that you produce that you find a way to bring in new um, technology into your tours also. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so that's in both of the tours in Florentine and South Aviv and in the Dead Sea. Um, so augmented reality is something that exists. It, it brings art to life. It um, Mainly you see it in museums. You can see it in the Louvre and the museums around the world where you put this app, you focus the app on the picture itself and it brings it to life um sometimes it's used just to give information about who the artist is and things like that but my idea was to actually add animation to that i come from a background in graphic design so um i animate the art so when you actually put the your phone on on the old jordanian bank or on a piece um it comes to life so that's it's really fun it's a really fun oh that sounds exciting Yeah. yeah And um, who are your typical tourists that come on tours like this? Like, is this a uh, tour that's good for religious families, non-religious families? Um, I've had all people from all walks of life. I really have. I've had, I've actually had Haredim in my Tel Aviv tour. Um, they've never even been to Tel Aviv or outside um, of where they live. So, and they were very worried about it because anything inappropriate. And I said, um, there's things there that we do not, um, discuss that maybe could offend you, but um, you know it's not the focus. And it's the, the things that you see, especially in the one in the Dead Sea, is it's so related to the environment, and it's, there's nothing there. And sometimes in Tel Aviv, there are things that may you may find inappropriate, but um, they're definitely not not focused on. So I would say um, if this Haredi family was fine with it, and actually they they the kids were so influenced by it, they. They made their sukkah um, filled with graffiti. They actually covered the walls. Oh with wow! So inspired by it, yeah. So it wasn't. It was great. It was so fun. I saw I saw a picture on your social media. I love following you on social media. Yesterday, of a woman who was on a tour and she found a graffiti uh, painting that looked like her, and then you had her stand next to it. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the graffiti there is about social media and how kids should be like outdoors and doing creative things like this as opposed to in front of their screen. So that's one particular artist, yeah, that is focused on. And yeah, so much there. Fantastic. And then um, yesterday I hosted my daughter's eighth grade birthday party and people are always looking for new and creative ideas for birthday parties or bar and bat mitzvahs. Um, tell us a little bit about the different activities you can do for a party and your graffiti bus. Oh, okay. So I have um, a, gr- a bus that I'm allowed to, to use um, next to Modian and Kfar Rut, um, which we get to spray on the actual bus. I paint it all white beforehand, and then um, we sometimes you design the stencils yourself, or I give you stencils related to your birthday theme. For example, if you like skating, I would design, you know, skating, skates, um, and we play a, a game and divide you into groups, and then each group gets to spray um, on this bus, creating this amazing, colorful um, bus. And then you can do pictures with it next to it. And it's really, really fun. So that's the bus, which is in Modian. And then also I ha- I've done um, bat mitzvahs where I bring in bags or canvases, um, also using different stencils and techniques that I teach them. Um, you can do something like arts and crafts based on that. I've even done somebody's basement in the house. So recently. Oh, very cool. <laughs> yeah. 
graffiti's definitely become something super popular here in Jerusalem. The Israel Museum just did a whole event around graffiti and let kids paint on a wall in the museum, oh, wow. which is pretty incredible. Yeah. So how did you get started in this? Like, what was was it love of art? Was it love of of politics and graffiti and the messages? Um, so I've always been into the arts. I studied in Michlelet Emuna, which is an all-girls art school in Jerusalem. I studied graphic design. Um, and I started, like, working in high-tech, in newspapers. Um, and so that was my whole... I was always, always like, into art. Um, I went... I moved to New York, and I actually worked for a body art company um, that did temporary tattoos for for um, theatre and cinema. So I was in that world of spraying. That's where it really it began. Um, and then then I went back to the high-tech because, you know, everyone has to make money somehow. <laughs> and then I decided that that was not for me. I moved to India with my family for the whole long story um, for two years, and I was just done with traditional jobs. I have four kids, um, and I feel like I'm very in touch with the kids' world. My kids are very like, active, and I really try for them not to be at home in front of screens and things like that. So we're always doing different kind of things. So I built this tool specifically um, for children, like thinking of what they would enjoy, how to how they can interact and really be part of the art. So yeah, that's how it started. I think you've you've really created something super unique. So for all those listeners out there who are interested in booking a graffiti tour, first of all, let me tell you, you should book it way in advance because Yael gets booked up very quickly, especially around Chagim. Um, and she's got a bunch of summer tours going on, you can send an email to graffiti, G-R-A-F-F-I-T-I, at funinjerusalem.com. And um, that's the best way to reach you, Ellen. And she can tell you a bit more about the Dead Sea Tour versus the Tel Aviv Tour. As of now, there's no Jerusalem tour yet, but you never know. That could be up on the horizon. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for speaking with us today and teaching me a bit more about the graffiti that goes on. And um, and thank you very much. And now thank back to you. you, Yoni. Thank you, Yael. And thank you, Joanna. Yael is the creator of Graffiti Tours in Tel Aviv and the Dead Sea. And we know it's called Fun in Jerusalem, but Joanna, Fun in Jerusalem, uh, really helps uh, people all around the land of Israel if you're looking for fun activities, not just in Jerusalem, even though it is Fun in Jerusalem, but not just in Jerusalem, all over the land of Israel. You can contact Joanna at FunInJerusalem.com, Fun in Jerusalem on Facebook, or Fun in Jerusalem on Instagram. More music coming up, and then we will wrap things up at the end and kick it over to our new programming. But for now, like I just said, more music right here on Bite Size at the Nachum Single Network. Kishe Adam loy mitoido, oi she oi se mitzvo, a hai me simcho, mi kokak simcho. Kishe Adam loy mitoido, oi she oi se mitzvo, a hai me simcho, mi kokak simcho. Kishe Adam loy mitoido, oi she oi se mitzvo, a hai me simcho, mi kokak simcho. I'm <laughs> a <laughs> 
בידך בידי. הרסית הרסיתך כי ניצב יד ביד הקדוש ברוך הוא את כולנו אוהב תראה שמחר ייגמר הכאב יש תקווה אם נשאיר כולנו יחד יש אמונה חזקה מכל הפחד לא ניפול לא נירד כי אנחנו לא לבד יש לנו השם אחד יש תקווה יש אמונה חזקה מכל הפחד לא ניפול, לא נרעד כי אנחנו לא לבד יש לנו השם Size. Coming up next is our community with United Task Force. That is our new programming from 10 all the way until 11. And then the live lunch with Avrami Finkelstein at 11 a.m. today. And that'll do it. Thank you all for tuning in the last hour here with me. My name is Joni Pollock. I'd like to wish you all a good day and remind you that the bite size is always, always, always the right size. <laughs>